following is a podcast from a qualified senior care provider heard on the Answers for Elders radio show. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders radio. And I here am here again with Deanne Clune from SeniorsBetterTogether.com. And Deanne, I am so glad you're with us. Thank you so much for being with us for this hour. Oh, thank you, Suzanne. My pleasure. You know, obviously, um, here at Answers for Elders Radio, we get a lot of questions. Um, you know, what you the service that you provide, obviously, for our families is a real important one because it's really consumer education. I think a lot of concerns families have are because they don't necessarily understand the process. They don't understand the industry. Um, and, of course, that's what we're here for is to educate our con- consumers. And obviously, with uh, Seniors Better Together, tell us a little bit about some of the concerns that families sometimes have. Sure. Well, uh, you know, we've worked with hundreds of communities across the country and uh, marketing and sales people in that role who interact directly mm-hmm. with consumers, with uh, prospective residents and their family members. And, uh, you know, actually the number one, you know, word for word, what we hear people say is, I'm not ready yet. Well, that can entail right. a lot of things, right? So that uh, getting to the heart of that matter is important. But a lot of times uh, it involves people again, feeling like what they're giving up rather than what they're uh, moving towards. And Mm -hmm. so we hear people saying things like, you know, I don't want to give up my independence. And the experience I have witnessed and what residents uh, have told me time and again is the exact opposite is true, that they actually feel more freedom and independence in moving to a community because the things they don't want to do have been taken away, such as, you know, household maintenance and, you know, that sort of thing, versus now having the time to focus on the things they want to do. No, they're not mowing the lawn and cleaning gutters and shoveling snow and replacing the furnace, right? So um, it's actually very freeing um, and empowering to make a move like this. And um, I mean, my very first, I started working in in senior living, um, gosh, almost 22 years now. And um, my, we were opening a community in Spokane. Um, I was helping the company I worked for do that. And so we have lots of open houses and lots of people come through. And this was my first experience in senior living and all day long that, you know, this is what I'm hearing. I'm hearing these people looking at this gorgeous, beautiful new building with amazing amenities and wonderful programs and just, you know, really kind of poo-pooing the idea that once we help them through the transition, you know, kind of through that decision-making process, and actually moving in, uh, 99.9% of them always said, I cannot believe I waited so long. I wished I would have right. moved in sooner. I had no idea it was this great. They kind of come into, you know, packing a lot of baggage mm-hmm. um, and negative perceptions for a variety of reasons. And so um, seeing is believing, I guess, is what I would say. And these days right. with the pandemic, that is still possible with virtual means. People are doing mm-hmm. FaceTime tours and Zoom tours and video mm-hmm. tours and things like that. Mm-hmm. So 
you can still get a, a feel for the place. I think what you're saying is really, really so valid because, you know, I think the number one thing that I will get from families is that, well, dad's not willing to move. You know, you'll have mm-hmm. to take him out in a pine box, you know, feet first kind of thing. And and yeah. <laughs> my point is, is what is the motivating factor? The factor yeah. is it that you really think, and I, this is what I will say, do you think dad wants to sit by himself day after day, have to figure out what he's going to eat every day, how he's going to get to the store, how is he going to prepare his meals, how is he going to make sure that he takes all his medications, and what about all the things? It's like these aren't the things that are holding him there. What's holding him in in his home is the fact that he's a he's afraid of the unknown again Mm. it's it's asking them to make that leap of faith and so you know my encouragement to families have always been you know a great thing to do once this pandemic is over take dad to a group event if you've kind of selected a community they do like special dinners and parties and all kinds of things and you know in many cases go for lunch with the community try their food out Meet some of the people that live there. Start to ingratiate, you know, and engage with people. So now it's not such a it's a scary thing. It's a known place. They understand the community, and I think that's one of the things that certainly helps. But I think the other thing is is that allow dad to be a part of the process. You know, I don't want to be in a place where you know, I feel like I'm a cattle. You know, I don't want to be in a large community. Whatever that is, listen to their most important values. And I think that's the important thing as well. Wouldn't you agree with that? Oh, yes. That you have to involve the person. This is their life. This is, you know, where they will be living. Mm-hmm. And yes, there there is a lot of fear of the unknown. And because of that, people throw up various reasons, right? I can't because of Mm -hmm. this or I can't because of that. But the other just heartwarming thing I love about my job, you know, when I work with um, resident, prospective residents and see them move in and assimilating happily into their new community, um, the so many unexpected great things happen. And a community I was just working with in Southern Oregon, this happened all the time where they run into people all the time that they know and maybe it's someone they went to high school with and they haven't seen them since or it's right. someone you know their their uh, late wife's best friend or you know it's just mm-hmm. all, all sorts of happy reunions are taking place and so there's these Absolutely. you know kind of intangible things that a person can't know until they experience it so mm-hmm. um yes yeah, so helping the person you're you're trying to encourage just to uh, be open minded be proactive um consider the options and and take an, a legitimate look at what these options are and you'll know when it's the right place you'll feel right it. Right. And and so obviously once you guys decide okay it's the time to make um a move then there's a monumental task of downsizing into a large home into a smaller home. What kind of tips do you have for that? 
Yes, this is a big one. And, you know, anyone who's ever moved anywhere knows, you know, how difficult it can be. Mm-hmm. And so you can imagine if someone has lived in the same home for decades and accumulated a lifetime of possessions and memories, you know, this just makes it extra hard. So um, one of the best approaches I've seen is to focus on the new space. So, again, it can be so overwhelming to be, what do I do with my stuff? Mm-hmm. What do, how mm-hmm. do, what do I do about getting the house ready to sell? Um, and mm-hmm. if you don't have to sell, if that's not a necessity, absolutely, you know, it's an absolute deal breaker that the house has to be all pristine and ready to sell before you move to your new community. That's the ideal world because you can then mm-hmm. not worry about that, focus on my new mm-hmm. space, how I want to set that up to be cozy and comfortable and either bring my favorite things or maybe I'm tired and I want some music, you know. Right, right. Set it up the way you want. And then when that is taken care of, um, you can, you know, take care of what you need to do with the house and the rest of your belongings. And Mm -hmm. um, there's so many resources and any community you would ever move into can provide you with specific resources in your local Mm -hmm. market of people who can help you if you need uh, to do an estate sale or, um, you know, downsize your possessions or get your house ready Mm -hmm. to get it on the market, you know, all sorts of people. Uh, moving companies, real estate agents, you know, ready, willing, able to help you with that part. So I say skip the line, <laughs> go go to the good part, and then um, right. get, get the assistance you need in, in whatever way it may be to take care of selling the house. Well, and I think the other thing to remember is if you're going to be eating meals in a dining room, you're not going to need the degree of kitchen appliances that you have in your house. You're not going to, it's a totally different lifestyle. So understanding that take the bare minimum and then try to say for two weeks, let's just see how it goes. If you find that you need something later, then bring it in after that and take the time if you can to pack up the house. Um, And that's a great uh, task. Um, I always am an advocate also for um, moving mom or dad first before you start downsizing the house. Um, There's other options. One option definitely would be uh, most communities will have a guest unit. So you can rent the guest unit. And obviously, while you're moving your, your loved one in to their apartment, they can be there at the community. They can start eating meals. They don't have to be in the middle of seeing their their living, you know, where they've been living being dismantled and things like that. Uh, so I think yeah. those things are some really great ways that emotionally it's better. So, um, Deanne, tell us a little bit about how we reach you. You could go to our website, SeniorsBetterTogether.com. You could email us at info at SeniorsBetterTogether.com. And, of course, we invite people to uh, go to our Facebook page as well and comment there. Well, we're very excited to have you on the show today, and certainly let's take some time in our next segment talking about how the pandemic has affected everyone right now, especially in the senior living world. There's a lot of things happening, but a lot of great things happening in keeping our seniors safe. And so everyone, Deanne, will be right back right after this. 
Answers for Elders radio show with Suzanne Newman hopes you found this podcast useful in your journey of navigating senior care. Check out more podcasts like this to help you find qualified senior care experts in areas of financial, legal, health and wellness, and living options. Learn about our radio show, receive our monthly newsletter, receive promotional discounts, and meet our experts by clicking on the banner to join the Senior Advocate Network at AnswersForEldersRadio.com. Now there is one place to find the Answers for Elders. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurpose on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.